All right, good morning. Welcome back to It's Lit with Mitch. I'm Mitch. Um, and we're still reading the Bible. Uh, I, I'm off and on um, just because my schedule gets wonky. I had my mother here for a week. Um, and so it was just, you'd rather wake up and have coffee with your mother than uh, read the Bible. Um, but anyway, here we are. We're back. I don't have anything coming up for a while, so I should be right back in the routine here. Um, we had just wrapped up Leviticus uh, about a week and a half ago, um, and now we're jumping into numbers. So I'm just going to jump right in um, and get started here and just make a little bit of headway. Um, so let's go. Numbers. Chapter 1. Registration of Israel's Troops A year after Israel's departure from Egypt, the Lord spoke to Moses in the tabernacle in the wilderness of Sinai. On the first day of the second month of that year, he said, From the whole community of Israel, record the names of all the warriors by their clans and families. List all the men twenty years old or older who are able to go to war. You and Aaron must register the troops, and you will be assisted by one family leader from each tribe. These are the tribes and the names of the leaders who will assist you. Reuben. I'm just going to read the names. I'm not going to read everything. Reuben, Simeon, Judah, Issachar, Zebulun, Ephraim, son of Joseph, Manasseh, son of Joseph, Benjamin, Dan, Asher, Gad, Naphtali. These are the chosen leaders of the community, the leaders of, the, of their ancestral tribes, the heads of the clans of Israel. So Moses and Aaron called together these chosen leaders, and they assembled the whole community of Israel on that very day. All the people were registered according to their ancestry by their clans and families. The men of Israel who were 20 years old or older were listed one by one, just as the Lord had commanded Moses. So Moses recorded their names in the wilderness of Sinai. This is the number of men, 20 years old or older, who were able to go to war, as their names were listed in the records of their clans and family. Uh, Reuben, 46,500. All right, there's many thousands from each of them. These were the men registered by Moses and Aaron and the 12 leaders of Israel, all listed according to their ancestral descent. They were registered by families. All the men of Israel who were 20 years old or older and able to go to war. The total number was 603,550. But this total did not include the Levites. For the Lord had said to Moses, Do not include the tribe of Levi in the registration. Do not count them with the rest of the Israelites. Put the Levites in charge of the tabernacle of the covenant, along with all its furnishings and equipment. They must carry the tabernacle and all its furnishings as you travel. And they must take care of it and the camp around it. Whenever it is time for the tabernacle to move, the Levites will take it down. And when it is time to stop, they will set it up again. But, many, but any unauthorized person who goes too near the tabernacle must be put to death. Each tribe of Israel will camp in a, in a designated area with its own family banner. 
but the Levites will camp around the tabernacle of the covenant to protect the community of Israel from the Lord's anger. The Levites are responsible to stand guard around the tabernacle. So the Israelites did everything, just as the Lord had commanded Moses. Chapter 2. Organization for Israel's Camp Then the Lord gave these instructions to Moses and Aaron. When the Israelites set up camp, each tribe will be assigned its own area. The tribal divisions will camp beneath their family banners on all four sides of the tabernacle, but at some distance from it. The divisions of Judah, Issachar, and Zebulun are to camp toward the sunrise on the east side of the tabernacle, beneath their family banners. These are the names of their tribes, their leaders, and the numbers of their registered troops. Judah, 74,600. The tribe of Issachar, 54,400. The tribe of Zebulun, 57,400. So the total of all the troops on Judah's side of the camp is 146,400. These three tribes are to lead the way whenever the Israelites travel to a new campsite. The divisions of Reuben, Simeon, and Gad are to camp on the, up, on the south side of the tabernacle beneath their family banners. These are the names of the tribes, their leaders, and the numbers of their registered troops. Reuben, 46,500. Simeon, 59,300. Gad, 45,650. So the total of all the troops on Reuben's side of the camp is 151,450. These three tribes will be the second in line whenever the Israelites travel. Then the tabernacle, carried by the Levites, will set out from the middle of the camp. All the tribes are to travel in the same order that they camp, each in position under the appropriate family banner. The divisions of Ephraim, Manasseh, and Benjamin are to camp on the west side of the tabernacle beneath their family banners. These are the names of their tribes and their numbers of registered troops, and it gives names and numbers. And so the total of all the troops on Ephraim's side of the camp is 108,100. These three tribes will be third in line whenever the Israelites travel. The divisions of Dan, Asher, and Naphtali are to camp on the north side of the tabernacle, beneath their family banners. These are the names of the tribes, their leaders, and the numbers of their registered troops. And it's provided. So the total of all the troops on Dan's side of the camp is 157,600. These three tribes will be last, marching under their banners whenever the Israelites travel. In summary, the troops of Israel listed by their families totaled 603,550. But as the Lord had commanded, the Levites were not included in this registration. So the people of Israel did everything as the Lord had commanded Moses. Each clan and family set up camp and marched under their banners exactly as the Lord had instructed them. Number three, or <laughs> chapter three. <laughs> Levites appointed for service. This is the family line of Aaron and Moses as it was recorded when the Lord spoke to Moses on Mount Sinai. The names of Aaron's sons were Nadab, Abihu, Eleazar, and Ithamar. These sons of Aaron were anointed and ordained as minister to minister as priests. But Nadab and Abihu died in the Lord's presence in the wilderness of Sinai when they burned before the Lord the wrong kind of fire, different than he had commanded. That's right. I remember that. Since they had no sons, this left only Eleazar and Ithamar to serve as priests with their father Aaron. 
Then the Lord said to Moses, Call forward the tribe of Levi, and present them to Aaron, the priest, to serve as his assistants. They will serve Aaron and the whole community, performing their sacred duties in and around the tabernacle. They will also maintain all the furnishings of the sacred tent, serving in the tabernacle on behalf of all the Israelites. Assign the Levites to Aaron and his sons. They have been given from among all the people of Israel to serve as their assistants. Appoint Aaron and his sons to carry out the duties of the priesthood, but any unauthorized person who goes too near the sanctuary must be put to death. And the Lord said to Moses, Look, I have chosen the Levites from among the Israelites to serve as substitutes for all the firstborn sons of the people of Israel. The Levites belong to me, for all the firstborn males are mine. On the day I struck down all the firstborn sons of the Egyptians, I set apart for myself all the firstborn in Israel, both of people and of animals. They are mine. I am the Lord. Registration of the Levites. The Lord spoke again to Moses in the wilderness of Sinai. He said, Record the names of the members of the tribe of Levi by their families and clans. List every male who is one month old or older. So Moses listed them, just as the Lord had commanded. Levi had three sons, whose names were Gershon, Kohath, and Merari. The clans descended from Gershon were named after two of his descendants, Libni and Shimei. The clans descended from Kohath were named after four of his descendants, Amram, Izhar, Hebron, and Uziel. The clans descended from Merari were named after two of his descendants, Mali and Mushi. These were the Levite clans, listed according to their family groups. The descendants of Gershon were composed of the clans descended from Libni and Shimei. I'm going with Shimei. There were 7,500 males one month old or older among the Gershonite clans. They were assigned the area to the west of the tabernacle for their camp. The leader of the Gershonite clans was Eliasaph, son of Lael. These two clans were responsible to care for the tabernacle, including the sacred tent with its layers of coverings, the curtain at its entrance, the curtains of the courtyard that surrounded the tabernacle and the altar, the curtain at the courtyard entrance, the ropes, and all the equipment related to their use. The descendants of Kohath were composed of the clans descended from Amram, Izhar, Hebron, and Uziel. There were 8,600 males, one month old or older, among these Kohathite clans. They were responsible for the care of the sanctuary, and they were assigned the area south of the tabernacle for their camp. The leader of the Kohathite clans was Eliasaphan, son of Uziel. These four clans were responsible for the care of the ark, the table, the lampstand, the altars, the various articles used in the sanctuary, the inner curtain, and all the equipment related to their use. Eleazar, son of Aaron the priest, was the chief administrator over all the Levites, with special responsibility for the oversight of the sanctuary. The descendants of Merari were composed of the clans descended from Mali and Mushi. There were 6,200 males, one month old or older, among these Merarite clans. Merarite clans, that's probably it. They were assigned the area north of the tabernacle for their camp. The leader of the Merarite clans was Zuriel, son of Abihail. 
These two clans were responsible for the care of the frames supporting the, the tabernacle, the crossbars, the pillars, the bases, and all the equipment related to their use. They were also responsible for the posts of the courtyard and all their bases, pegs, and ropes. The area in front of the tabernacle, in the east toward the sunrise, was reserved for the tents of Moses and of Aaron and his sons, who had the final responsibility for the sanctuary on behalf of the people of Israel. Anyone other than a priest or Levite who went too near the sanctuary was to be put to death. When Moses and Aaron counted the Levite clans at the Lord's command, the total was 22,000 males one month old or older. Redeeming the Firstborn Sons Then the Lord said to Moses, Now count all the firstborn sons in Israel who are one month old or older, and make a list of their names. The Levites must be reserved for me as substitutes for the firstborn sons of Israel. I am the Lord, and the Levites' livestock must be reserved for me as substitutes for the firstborn livestock of the whole nation of Israel. So Moses counted the firstborn sons of the people of Israel, just as the Lord had commanded. The number of firstborn sons who were one month old or older was 22,273. Then the Lord said to Moses, Take the Levites as substitutes for the firstborn sons of the people of Israel, and take the livestock of the, of the Levites as substitutes for the firstborn livestock of the people of Israel. The Levites belong to me, I am the Lord. There are 273 more firstborn sons of Israel than there are Levites. To redeem those extra firstborn sons, collect five pieces of silver for each of them, each piece weighing the same as a sanctuary uh, the same as the sanctuary shekel, which equals twenty geras. Geras, geras. I don't really know how to pronounce that. G e r a s, g e r a h s. Excuse me. <laughs> it's morning. Give the silver to Aaron and his sons as the redemption price for the extra firstborn sons. Okay, so your firstborn son is actually worth five pieces of silver. So Moses collected the silver for redeeming the firstborn sons of Israel, who exceeded the number of Levites. He collected 1,365 pieces of silver on behalf of these firstborn sons of Israel. Um, well, and Moses gave the silver for the redemption to Aaron and his sons, just as the Lord had commanded. Chapter 4 Duties of the Kohathite clan. Then the Lord said to Moses and Aaron, Record the names of the members of the clans and families of the Kohathite division of the tribe of Levi. List all the men between the ages of 30 and 50 who are eligible to serve in the tabernacle. Okay, so numbers, it appears, at least so far, numbers is a great census. <laughs> and you gotta know what you have, right? You have to know what your population is made up of. So, anyway, the duties of the Kohathites at the tabernacle will relate to the most sacred objects. When the camp moves, Aaron and his sons must enter the tabernacle first to take down the inner curtain and cover the Ark of the Covenant with it. Then they must cover the inner curtain with fine goatskin leather and spread over that a single piece of blue cloth. Finally, they must put the carrying poles of the Ark in place. Next, they must spread a blue cloth over the table where the bread of the presence is displayed, and on the cloth they will place the bowls, ladles, jars, 
pitchers, and the special bread. They must spread a scarlet cloth over all of this, and finally a covering of fine goatskin leather on top of the scarlet cloth. Then they must insert the carrying poles into the table. Next, they must cover the lampstand with a blue cloth, along with, the, with its lamps, lamp snuffers, trays, and special jars of olive oil. Then they must cover the lamp stand and its accessories with fine goatskin leather and place the bundle on a carrying frame. Next, they must spread a blue cloth over the gold incense altar and cover this cloth with fine goatskin leather. Then they must attach the carrying poles to the altar. They must take all the remaining furnishings of the sanctuary and wrap them in a blue cloth, cover them with fine goatskin leather, and place them on the carrying frame. They must remove the ashes from the altar for sacrifices and cover the altar with a purple cloth. All the altar utensils, the fire pans, meat forks, shovels, basins, and all the containers must be placed on, a on the cloth and a covering of fine goatskin leather must be spread over them. Finally, they must put the carrying poles in place. The camp will be ready to move when Aaron and his sons have finished covering the sanctuary and all the sacred articles. The Kohathites will come and carry these things to the next destination, but they must not touch these sacred objects or they will die. So these are the things from the tabernacle that the Kohathites must carry. Eleazar, son of Aaron, the priest, will be responsible for the oil of the lampstand and the fragrant incense, the daily grain offering, and the anointing oil. In fact, Eleazar will be responsible for the entire tabernacle and everything in it, including the sanctuary and its furnishings. Then the Lord said to Moses and Aaron, Do not let the Kohathite clans be destroyed from among the Levites. This is what you must do so they will live and not die when they approach the most sacred objects. Aaron and his sons must always go in with them and assign a specific duty or load to each person. The Kohathites must never enter the sanctuary to look at the sacred objects for even a moment, or they will die. Duties of the Gershonite clan and the Lord said to Moses, Record the names of the members of the clans and families of the Gershonite division of the tribe of Levi. List all the men between the ages of 30 and 50 who are eligible to serve in the tabernacle. These Gershonite clans will be responsible for general service and carrying loads. They must carry the curtains of the tabernacle, the tabernacle itself with its coverings, the outer covering of fine goatskin leather, and the curtain for the tabernacle entrance. They are also to carry the curtains for the courtyard walls that surround the tabernacle and altar, the curtain across the courtyard entrance, the ropes, and all the equipment related to their use. The Gershonites are responsible for all these items. Aaron and his sons will direct the Gershonites regarding all their duties, whether it involves moving the equipment or doing other work. They must assign the Gershonites responsibility for the loads they are to carry. So these are the duties assigned to the Gershonite clans at the tabernacle. They will be directly responsible to Ithamar, son of Aaron the priest. Duties of the Merarite clan. Now record the names of the members of the clans and families of the Merarite division of the tribe of Levi. List all the men between the ages of 30 and 50 who are eligible to serve in the tabernacle. Their, their duties are only one paragraph long. Their only duty at the tabernacle will be to carry loads. They will carry the frames of the tabernacle, the crossbars, the posts, and the bases. Also, the posts for the courtyard walls with their bases, pegs, and ropes, and all the accessories and everything else related to their use. 
assigned the various loads to each man by name. So these are the duties of the Merarite clans at the tabernacle. They are directly responsible to Ithamar, son of Aaron the priest. Yeah. So the Levites basically are like the road crew. They're setting up the stage, taking care of it, and then they're tearing it down and transporting it to the next place. Got it. I mean, and, and they do a good job of, better than saying that, it makes a lot of sense why it would be important to designate the duties of the various clans and really to designate one, um, you know, one family, I suppose, to this duty and to lift them up and, and talk about how this is like a sacred duty for them to take care of this because they are handling this, you know, most sacred I don't know what to call it, tabernacle, right? <laughs> it, it, it's all very sacred, and they're lifting it up, and they're putting this responsibility on them, um, and being very specific about how to do so as well, which, which brings meaning to it, right? So that was a good orientation to read. Summary of the registration. So Moses, Aaron, and other leaders of the community listed the members of the Kohathite division by their clans and families. The list included all the men between 30 and 50 years of age who are eligible for service in the tabernacle, and the total number came to 2,750. So this was the total of all those from the Kohathite clans who were eligible to serve at the tabernacle. Moses and Aaron listed them, just as the Lord had commanded through Moses. The Gershonite division was also listed by its clans and families. That's also... You can also just learn a good bit about leadership. In, re in reading what I've read so far about numbers, it might sound, numbers might sound boring, but you're like, in my head, I'm, I'm like, all right, this is all very well thought out, right? You could take the same thinking and apply it to any organization. You have to have division of labor um, and you need to list out your people. You need to know your strengths. Um, anyway, that's what I'm thinking when I'm reading this stuff. Um, I'm just thinking about how it's applicable how anything I'm reading is applicable to today and in other various organizations or, or you know, life situations, life skills, whatever. Um, so the total number of all those from the Kohathite clans who were eligible to serve at the tap, this was the total, yeah, whatever. The Gershonite division was also listed by its clans and families. The list included all the men between 30 and 50 years of age who were eligible for the service in the tabernacle. And the total number came to 2,630. The Merarite division was also listed by its clans and families. The list included all the men between 30 and 50 years of age who were eligible for service in the tabernacle. And the total number came to 3,200. So, Moses, Aaron, and the leaders of Israel listed all the Levites by their clans and families, all the men between 30 and 50 years of old who were eligible for service in the tabernacle and for its transportation numbered 8,580. 8, when their names were recorded, as the Lord had commanded through Moses, each man was assigned his task and told what to carry. And so the registration was completed, just as the Lord had commanded Moses. And I'm going to call it a day here, just getting back in, dipping my toes in, into the numbers. Um, great, looking forward to the next one. Have a good day.